0: welcome back to toy story minute the daily podcast where we look at the movie toy story a minute at a time and try and figure out what's up with them toys What's going on in Andy's room? Yeah, I'm John. I'm Jeb, and with us today we have a guest, Thomas from the Never Ending Minute. Hi, guys. Never Ending Story.
1: Yeah. Hi. Nice to I have know. you on, Thomas. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure.
0: Jeb, did you just wave at him? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) I may have. I only accept waving if you used your little potato hand.
0: Aw. I can't say I did that, but. (laughs) All right. Oh, Jeb, you do have potato. Jeb does have potato hands, though. That's now canon within the Toy Story (laughs) Minute. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, yeah. Okay. So, this minute, um, minute 18 of the movie, starts with Buzz saying that he protects the galaxy and ends with Woody saying he's not a space. But we don't know what he's going to say
2: after space because Even, we've never seen Beyond. Yes, this minute. that would be spoilers. Yeah, oh, we
0: do Even, not take spoilers. <laughs> Even though, of course, this was in response to Rex saying, what does a space ranger do? Let's dive right down into this minute. It's notable for introducing a character that doesn't show up for a whole other movie. Uh, Zerg <laughs> is mm-hmm. the evil emperor and we have Buzz's light uh, backstory. So, which is, yeah. yeah, we get this wonderful
1: backstory intro. What is the asterisk for? Does
0: anybody
2: I, know? <laughs> I I noticed that the last time I watched it and I did not think to look it up, but no, I, was I mean about I couldn't well.
0: I couldn't find anything from it and we don't see the rest of the packaging, but I think this is my theory that it says like Zerg figure sold separately. That's what I was gonna say.
2: Because because if that. you
0: mention a character in a you know on the back of it, then your the kid might want to buy the character. It's like,
2: hey, where's Zerg? Zerg's supposed to come with this. Nope, Zerg sold separately. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Good guessing. Uh, it's kind of where I was headed with it as well.
2: Yeah, that's the most likely case.
0: Uh, <laughs> and really, the whole Zerg being the evil emperor versus the Galactic Alliance, I mean, even Googling Galactic Alliance to find some background for this minute, it just immediately took me to Star Wars and. Oh, all, without all a kind of doubt. This is a very, yeah. yes. When you the see
1: Zerg later on in the other movies, there's definite tie-ins to He's favor. Darth Vader. He yeah. like He's a definitely yeah.
0: <laughs> There are lots of Star Wars references in these movies. In general, have Pixar, of course, grew out of George Lucas basically making his own special effects studio. So it, it's a lot of homages to that. Do you think, I mean, Buzz says exactly what's on the box. So we we talked a little bit with Sully about uh, Buzz is interesting because he has his backstory kind of implanted in him. He's got, like, this kind of mental health almost issue. Right, uh, he... He definitely yeah. does not believe he's a toy. He's... No, he does not. It's interesting that his you know he thinks exactly what is on the box. So we've also talked about how it's because Buzz is possibly he might be glitched or uh, he's got some sort of factory error. But it's interesting that he word for word knows like his description. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, I think
0: that Buzz comes from most likely from like a cartoon that they're
1: watching, oh, and this yeah. may be his. This may be his like intro to the show or his catchphrase that he's using all the time, so that kids can like really recognize, "Hey, this is the character I saw on TV." Because you mm-hmm. know sometimes kids aren't that smart.
0: Well, Buzz, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Buzz more than anybody has the catchphrase. I mean, he he says what his buttons say sometimes. I mean, he he does the Infinity and Beyond and everything. And actually, there was an early alternate opening for this movie that got storyboarded, which had Andy watching the Buzz Lightyear TV show with a completely different kind of zerg. Like, he was a different design than we see eventually. And he threatened to blow up a planet of orphans and he oh sent his evil robot slave bongo to fight buzz and it was it felt kind of incredible z to me cuz it was like a superhero fight scene but okay. it was very interesting in it it's kind of odd in this movie how the only buzz we've seen prior to his actual character's introduction was on some wrapping paper i mean buzz is completely out of nowhere to us just like he is to the toys in this movie mm-hmm.
1: do you guys think that all toys wake up with this kind of naivety or is it just buzz do all I, toys when they're first out of the package believe they're who they are until they proven otherwise
0: I, I would say probably not because the toys seem to be confused by buzz's acting i mean he's basically a newborn at this point the toys seem a little confused but then again woody doesn't know about his origins so right. that's kind of strange he's very old and yet mm-hmm. he never learned about you know woody's roundup because he's from a tv show as well yeah so maybe maybe not i mean it might vary from toy to toy i mean i doubt that there's a ham backstory you know the (laughs) right the short-lived mr potato head show yeah might not be canon in mr potato head's mind (laughs)
1: right those are all part of toy story 17
0: (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) hopefully not oh god we were, we were talking our doubts about Toy Story 4 and how ooh we're not sure with it being a side story and all that, but that's a whole nother ballgame. We'll, we'll get to that someday. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Mr. Potato Head though, he tells Buzz after his whole spiel that he's from play school, but Mr. Potato Head is made by Hasbro, has <laughs> always been made by Hasbro. I mean, I mean, since it was bought from the creator, we talked about this in our very first minute and it's... As true now as ever. So, is Mister Fidelity wrong, or is this an alternate universe? I I think think this is is,
1: this has to be an alternate universe where that's okay. I mean, or they didn't want to infringe on any weird copyrights or something. I don't know. Maybe he's
0: a knockoff. Oh, who knows? It it is. It's just weird that he like they would use Play School, but they didn't use Hasbro. I think Hasbro might have been the ones who made the toys for the tie-ins to this movie, but I think it might have been a later run of them, maybe for, like, Toy Story 2 or 3. Mm -hmm. Speaking of information in the toys' heads, though, I mean, Rex knows all about, not about the financials, but about this corporate buyout of Mattel. Well, I have a theory for that, All right, go ahead. He does
1: talk about, you know, Mattel being bought out. And I, I did a little search online to see if Mattel had bought out any other companies. And the one that I thought might it might be referencing was in 1986, Mattel acquired Arco, which was a Hong Kong-based company. So of all the ones that I saw that they bought out, dinosaurs would most likely come from there that I could okay. imagine. But Rex is voiced by Wallace Shawn, who, yeah. if you have any other knowledge, he was oh, yeah. the guy from Princess Bride, Vizzini. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious here that as he's telling all this useless information, if you look at Buzz's face, he gets this, like, dizzied look. And I think that was referenced Buzz has the too. best
0: facial expressions in this planet. Yeah. <laughs> he is... I, so confused by everything i mean we've touched briefly on Buzz's. the first line that any of the toys who isn't woody says to buzz is rex coming up and saying oh thank god you're not a dinosaur right <laughs> well so i on, think that's actually
1: like, a what? reference to his part in princess bribe where the man in black says that he has a dizzying intellect because <laughs> as <laughs> he's going through this explanation
0: buzz looks like he's dizzy he's like whoa, <laughs> whoa. all right there's a lot of interesting stuff with the toys like um, what they, where they are from, what they do. Well, let, let's let's move forward. We've got all the gadgets that uh, Buzz has. Although when Bo Peep says he's got a lot of gadgets, all she's seen so far is his laser. She, she sees he has some buttons, though. Yeah, she sees his laser and his recording thing. That's not a lot of gadgets. She hasn't even do, seen the wings. Woody's got a full string, and that's it, I guess. Still, yeah. He's got a hat. He's got a removable part. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Can we get to the laser sure. and talk about Mr. Potato Head? Being all like, hey Woody, you don't have a laser. None of the toys have a laser. Yeah. Does maybe Robot does. you think Robot has a laser? I bet he does. Some yeah, he does the noise. Yeah. So maybe that's but Mr. Vidato doesn't have a laser. He doesn't have a pull string even. Why is he being he's so easy? Making he's fun of Woody, so not
2: he's not a...
1: Woody. They've they've all sat in Woody's shadow for a long time, and I think they're really enjoying Woody getting his up comeuppance now as a new toy's in the house, and he might actually have some competition.
0: Yeah, I mean, we did get the whole Woody's favorite since uh, kindergarten and all that. I feel like uh, this is more evidence to we had an earlier theory that mm-hmm. Mr. Potato Head used to be Andy's favorite toy. Yeah, and so he has all this whole of them jealousy. At one time, did. Yeah. yeah. At varying ages in in Andy's life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, it's not been a very long life, but at varying ages. Mm-hmm. And it really works with Don Rickles as an insult comic. He gets all the good zingers in this in this movie and all the adult jokes. Yep. I mean, laser envy. But right. let's just I mean, this is a let's start off with that. Call a, here. <laughs> yeah, this is a podcast that is friendly to the movie's content, but that's a ding-dong joke. Absolutely. Yeah. That is a, I think they've
1: That Pixar really wanted to make sure that parents went to this, that took their kids to this, walked away enjoying, having enjoyed it, Mm -hmm. so that when they brought out their sequels or whatever, they would definitely
0: want to go back again.
1: So they kept some of the Hubert just above the ledge there for the adults to enjoy too.
0: (laughs) And and like speaking of the toys knowledge, like where did Mr. Potato Head learn about Sigmund Freud? (laughs) I mean, we okay, we have a cocaine addicted. Austrian psychology founder who was like, oh, you know what? I bet that women are all jealous of our P-tubes that we have and blah, blah, blah. And it's, 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 is that your it's your Freud? Yes, that's my Freud. <laughs> Listen, my Freud is based on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So <laughs> don't, don't, you know know that, <laughs> don't you know
1: that Mr. Potato Head comes with a swappable brain, so he actually just swapped in a more
0: knowledgeable brain. <laughs> you know? You know, he knew about Picasso, too. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. even Ham, it's debatable whether Ham actually knew about Picasso or was just messing with him. But it's a very, uh, Mr. Potato Head has a surprising wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Potato Head, we discussed what organs Woody has or doesn't have because he has teeth. <laughs> he has okay. his teeth that he wasn't made with because his mouth is closed by default. But Mr. Potato Head has all sorts of parts, but they're all interchangeable. Mr. Potato Head definitely doesn't have a ding dong. Nope. Woody might his legs might be jeans, but he there's a small chance that he could you know have something approximating that. Yeah. In, on his body. Speaking okay. of his jeans, do you think he stuffs? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we know in the second movie that he gets the arm. Oh the arm yep, full and of it up just up. like yep. 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 So you know what? I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> I'm
2: going to go with yes, Woody Woody's Steph's.
0: anatomy is just fascinating because he's got the really thin joints. I'm doing a Jeb waving thing again. I'm, right. I'm doing, he's yeah.
2: motioning at his arm, yes.
0: He's got the really thin joints. You can see whenever he points, he's got this little hourglass figure on his arms.
2: <laughs> Yo.
0: Woody then calls Buzz a toy, and Buzz is very confused. Is Buzz confused because he doesn't know why this guy is calling him a toy? Or does he not know what a toy is? Because Woody doesn't explain what a toy is to him until way later in the movie.
1: I, I was of the assumption that was doesn't think he's a toy. He thinks he's on some space planet where everybody looks like toys. And he is not one of
0: those people. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you would feel weird going to some place and having someone call you a toy, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What an odd thing to call someone, though. A toy. Yeah, uh, it's such a, a running theme of this is Buzz's identity crisis. One of the alternate titles for this movie was "You Are a Toy," so <laughs> it works especially with that classic line. Yep. <laughs>
1: kind of going back to what we were talking about before with his naivete. I wonder especially with the knowledge that you're talking about that all the other toys have, if it's because he's a brand new toy. He's a toy that's just off the line so he doesn't have that kind of history mm. whereas somebody like Potato Head was invented back in like 1949. So he's got decades of of history build up and, right. and knowledge.
0: But you you got to think, I mean, how it, it's weird to equate how old the toy is to how much knowledge it has, because then, I mean, you get like Etch a Sketch being smarter than I don't know uh Mister Spells. Obviously, he shows some knowledge, and yet he's got to be new. I mean, he's a he's an electronic toy; those don't age very well. True, but he came pre-programmed with a lot of that. Yeah, knowledge he was I supposed
2: make. to. He is a Mister Spell. He's supposed to be smart. He's a teaching toy. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is interesting how these toys reflect their roles. Yeah. Is the C and say the sea and spell thing? Do you think that's a that knows all about animal husbandry then? It might. It might It's been the talking to Bo people on the side about her sheep. <laughs> like, hey, let me know what's
1: going on. They yeah.
0: encounter like a bird at the window and it says, the bird says tweets. <laughs> Everyone says, Okay, we know that, but what about the bird? Awesome. It says tweet.
2: Awesome. Thanks for the, the bees input. Go buzz. Thanks so much.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for your input. Okay, so let's address the alternate word that Woody was going to call him in the room. We can't Obviously, we're not going to say the words because this is about a G movie that we're talking. Mm-hmm. What was Woody going to call Buzz? Hmm. So many things spring to mind so here. So many. I, I think maybe a B word or maybe an A-hole word. That's my thought. It, it doesn't seem like it's something you would curse with because he's saying he's saying like a, 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 a dummy, you know. It's saying he's he's stupid, and that's not. I mean, that's mean. It's certainly not a nice thing to say to someone you just met. He really gets on his bad side gets right really away and real quick. You see a lot of Woody's. This movie is all about Woody turning from a jerk to a, you know he's learning humility, but. Jeez, he's very mean in this minute to, to Buzz. He's mm-hmm. jealous. He's the very
2: epitome
1: of jealous, jealous here.
2: Yep.
0: All the confidence
1: he was trying to give the other toys before Buzz got opened was just false bravado. Once he actually got put in a position where something might be better than him, he didn't imagine anything could be better than him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now he's, he's in a new place and he does not know how to deal with this.
2: Right. So he's lashing yeah. out with... Words he can't say in front of preschool toys.
0: Which yeah. the preschool toy that he's pointing directly at the troll doll when he says that, and the troll doll squeaks in response. So I guess that's a preschool toy. Apparently, I mean, I, most, I would think it's an old these, lady toy. Most <laughs> of the are preschool toys. I mean,
1: Mr. Potato right. Head. My daughter is three, and she has a Mr. Mr. Potato Head. So yeah.
0: ages three and up. Ages exactly. three and up. It says it right <laughs> on his box. <laughs> uh, yeah they are what is not a preschool toy something more go- like an rc probably isn't i guess
2: yeah probably rc maybe buzz and woody yeah I, yeah i i guess but About like five or six the, year old.
0: it's does it refer to the maturity of the toy or the age that it should be played with
1: i would have to guess that it was more the maturity of the toy right Because so is otherwise... well, then
0: buzz is a newborn is he a preschool toy <laughs> I think
1: he might have been part of the reason he didn't say it yet. Right. <laughs> Let's not teach Buzz <laughs> curse words. <laughs> Even
0: He's though I'm trying to soul. call him the curse
2: word, I'm not going to teach him this word.
0: A, his virgin ears cannot handle me saying insults out of him. Right. And that's another thing that Woody and Mr. Potato Head must have... Someone must have cussed in front of them for them to learn these naughty, naughty words. Mrs. Davis, probably. Yeah, I would, I've, yeah, I would have to you guess it Andy's was... Andy's mom got mad?
2: Oh, yeah, when I she mean, was cleaning up all these toys? Yeah, a- Andy's... <laughs> At kindergarten or wherever daycare. I got another Andy's mom is cleaning up his room. Sorry, I got
0: really excited. I got another theory and it's coming back to our favorite little pet theory on here about Andy's parents. His parents must have fought a lot,
2: right? If we're
0: going off our theory that they
2: got divorced,
0: then Because Andy's mom and Dad were incompatible because Andy's mom discovered in her twenties that she is a lesbian and thus oh. can live her strong lesbian. <laughs> this is this is
1: all our canon. this is our working theory yeah. as to I, why I love no working Mr. theories. Davis. Yeah, they're great for these shows.
0: Yep, but I mean they're obviously going through a, a divorce because they're moving to a, a smaller house. She makes a lot of effort to be a good mom, and it's obviously not a death of the father because they they never talk about him. The out of universe reason is because the people were harder to animate, so they didn't want to animate any people that didn't have to. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's our theory: is there was a divorce and, and maybe there was some fighting. And maybe I, I,
1: I yeah. could go with that theory for sure. Now, have you guys so, looked up all the conspiracy theories that go along with this movie?
0: There's a big one with Andy's mom and right. uh, and the that's second what referring movie.
1: To.
0: Yeah, but oh though, that's... yeah, I mean we'll come to that when we do. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Which I mean, there's the second movie is really Woody's movie, whereas this movie is. Largely Buzz. I mean, it's Woody as far as... Woody's such a great character. He goes through (laughs) so much development over the course of these movies.
2: Yeah, all three of them. I guess he doesn't
0: really learn anything in three. He learns to let go. Oh. Buzz goes through a lot of development here. But in two, he's... Well, in two, he kind of does some heroics. Mm -hmm. And in three, for a lot of the movie, he's not even himself. Right. Right. Speaking of errors in the Buzz (laughs) Lightyear toy. It's interesting how they always... Let's be real. The writing on these movies is excellent. But I feel like Pixar thought, oh, we don't really know how to write Buzz. We don't know where to go with this character from here. So let's put a bunch of naive Buzzes, just like we've had before. Right. So we get the utility belt Buzz in the second movie, and we get Spanish Buzz in the third. <laughs> oh, the memories, yes. These are all great. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't remember why I wrote this, but this is not the first time in my notes that I just wrote... Is Rex dumb? Speaking of preschool he, toys, is Rex dumb? He has he to We know Slinky's kind of dumb. Yeah, we. He does ask what a space ranger does right after Buzz explained exactly his backstory. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just playing off the whole
1: dinosaurs have a small brain kind of thing.
2: <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Works. Like, although,
1: it. you brought up Rex again, and I hate to go back to it, but I would really love
0: to hear Rex say inconceivable. Oh, God. oh my goodness! I'm sure out there there has to be like a YouTube video of someone putting, you, you know, people do that <laughs> with a voice actor's different roles, but you know, yes. or even him being the mean little boss from The Incredible,
2: right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Him saying inconceivable or something along those lines.
0: (laughs) I'm now being reminded of, okay, this is a really weird pull out of nowhere, but do you guys remember the movie Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito? Yes! Where Arnold Schwarzenegger gets pregnant? Yes! The tagline for that movie was, nothing is inconceivable, and that was the most clever thing about that movie. Now, whenever I hear the word inconceivable, it's either... Vizzini, or I'm just like, why would they make a movie about Arnold Schwarzenegger getting pregnant? <laughs> and it's not the only Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito movie either. No.
1: Twins. 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 We're brothers. <laughs> <We're magical laughs> twins.
0: How great, okay, how great would it have been if Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger had been... Not one movie apart, but in the same Batman movie. Oh my goodness. Have been they, could have had
1: whole, they could have had bits of plenty for like the whole
0: movie. I would oh, have gone yeah. just to see that. I mean, yeah. Mr. Freeze is the best part of Batman and Robin. <laughs> Batman and Robin is a terrible movie, but I actually have a, a certain fondness for it. I may or may not have the outline to a musical adaption of the movie Batman and Robin somewhere in the documents folder of my computer. Okay. Now, where did you p- get that? Is that something you wrote r- yourself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, that exactly. Oh, you been, wrote it. I wrote the outline for it, and uh, I okay. wrote a little bit of uh, the opening song, "The House the Bat Built," about all the Arkham Asylum criminals. Oh, wow, That's impressive. I thought Elise
1: Silverstone was the best part of that movie, but...
0: I love that uh, she (laughs) plays a British character with no British accent. Right. I think a Batman minute is forthcoming. I saw some talk about it, but I would love to be there if they do a Batman and Robin minute because I have some theories about Alfred and his quest to become an immortal computer god.
1: (laughs) He definitely has some skills in all the movies that you wouldn't expect a British
0: butler to to possess. Well, he's basically Bruce Wayne, because I think it was on My Brother, My Brother and Me, where they talked about how Bruce Wayne's parents died when he was a kid. Mm -hmm. Who's making him go to school? He runs off and becomes a ninja. He can't be that <laughs> smart. I guess that's fair. I mean he might be like street smart, obviously he's a detective, but I bet Alfred does all the business stuff. Yeah. I mean, I even in that. Batman Begins, he runs away forever. Who do you think is running Wade Enterprises? Alfred. <laughs> Alfred's the one behind it all,
2: Michael. And King. he's
1: constantly he's he's constantly puppeteering Bruce Wayne too. You yep. need
0: to be doing this. You should be doing this. This is how your image should look. Yep. He was played by several different people in the Tim Burton Batman. Batman, uh, right? right? I think. I mean, Batman I can't was...
2: think of any off the top of my head.
0: Man, it's been too long since I've watched a Tim Burton Batman other than Batman and Robin because it's my favorite... It might be my favorite Batman... Actually, this is... We're way off the topic of Toy Story, but... <laughs> Anyways. There's, there's three contenders for my favorite Batman movie, and they are Batman and Robin for the sheer campiness, the live-action 2008... Or two thousand six, one of those Bratz movie. Remember those Bratz dolls? They made a I really, do. they made a live action adaptation no. that has an elephant kicking a girl into a pool. The most hilarious stereotypical characters: the Mexican Brat, literally in her breakfast nook, has a mariachi band.
2: Okay, <laughs> and I mean, why why wouldn't she? Yeah,
0: I unironically love this. I have it on DVD. Jeb, sometime we need to watch the Bratz movie. We need to have <laughs> a viewing party with a bunch of people. Like, I mean, and me and stuff. Okay. It is amazing. I love it. My other favorite bad movie, although it's becoming less and less my favorite bad movie, is Attack of the Clones because it's too long, though. But it's it's got some of the best terrible lines, sand I, and, and whatnot.
1: <laughs> I'm sad to see that Star Wars Minute is on hiatus now, and we have to wait. Oh, yeah. Until well, in the
0: meantime, people the can sisters. be listening to, to Toy Story Minute <laughs> and Never Ending Minute and all, the, all these things. Exactly. So true.
1: That's... We'll fill in the blank for now.
0: Yeah, fill that um, void. And everyone's so, brats, heart.
1: brats are interesting toys. And speaking of toys, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> toy
2: story. For
1: a minute. Do you, yeah. Do you, do
0: you have any other notes
1: on this minute? No, I really don't. That was pretty much all I had. The, okay, the well, we'll, we'll get got into
0: me. we'll get into next minute tomorrow then and. Uh, until then, you can stay in our luxury suite. We've got a bed for you—a triple got layer, a triple layer bunk bed. Yeah. I thought we burned that down when Lauren came. This oh, is yeah. all. This is all weird in universe continuity for Toy Story. Minute
1: is there room service.
0: Yes, but the room service is by the little GI toy soldiers from by this G. movie. G. So yeah. they do everything so get, in an overcomplicated way, and, and they're so, very so small. we get
1: <laughs> and we get the uh, the rations that they use
2: in, in the military. Yeah, and they lower it to you on a jump rope yep. <laughs> awesome. it's all very unnecessarily complicated just to get your food or whatever you call room service for but they get it to you So
0: yeah, of enjoy your stay in our suite with the Toy Story essentials Woo. you'll have a little lots awesome. of hugging bear on your pillow and it smells like strawberries <laughs> Man.
2: Awesome.
0: Oh, I love Toy Story in case it wasn't obvious
2: <laughs> I mean the fact that we're doing a podcast about Toy Story wasn't obvious enough <laughs>
1: There's tons of information in this, though. There, You guys are not going to run out of stuff to talk about with these Whoa, movies. Oh, no way.
0: I was looking at just a screenshot from Toy Story 3, and I was like, we find so much to talk about in this movie. There are hundreds of characters in that movie. hmm Yeah. And it's the great thing oh. about these
1: Pixar movies is not necessarily what's on the screen, but what's behind the people on the
0: screen or mm-hmm. what's going on around them. hmm That's like the, the saving grace for the few bad Pixar movies. You know, the Cars 2s and what have you. What have you, that they at least still have that Pixar attention to detail.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: All right, well, so... Are
1: you guys going to move this into a, a Pixar minute eventually, or are you going to stick with Toy we Story? We've thought about it. We've
2: discussed it. Uh, we'll see how Toy Story goes. And, and we'll... I, I think, uh, also, it
0: depends... I mean, in 2019, Toy Story 4 is coming out. I don't... We might be caught up by then. We'll probably be caught up by then. I That's just, so. That's just two years, and this movie's very short, and... You know, we probably won't take that long of a hiatus between that. All comes much later, but we we we've discussed it, and we might we might go into that. Uh, we've also had discussions with the Disney animated people because we have first dibs on Pixar, and I t- I told Andrew from Disney Minute that they could have the Cars sequels if they wanted. So generous, to you. <laughs> so generous. <laughs> oh my! Welcome back to Cars Two Minute. Mater's doing some stuff again. Uh...
2: <laughs> I don't really want to get into detail. But
0: <laughs> so, I this is the end of this, to... this episode
2: of Cars 2 Minute. <laughs> right. It's been a minute long. All right. Well, so if people want to find
0: you or uh, the never ending minute, where would they journey to, Thomas? Tom- <laughs> Thomas? Okay.
1: Thomas, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Wookie Lives. If you're looking for the Neverending Minute, it should be coming out soon. Our pilot episode should have dropped by now. On Twitter, you can look at Nev Nmin, that's Nevendmin. On that's N E V E N D M I N. On Facebook, <laughs> it was too long to have Neverending Minute. Wouldn't take it, you know. Twitter and its limited characters. Um, yeah. On Facebook, you can go to at Never Any Minute. You can join the Never Any Minute Listener Society. When you're looking for episodes, you can go to iTunes, Google, all those wonderful places. And you can also look for back episodes at growlermedia.com, our umbrella company, I guess. And they also produce shows like Beauty and the Beastly Minute and stuff like that. So, that's where you can find me.
0: We are on Twitter at Toy Story Minute. That fits, because it's a fit. shorter movie title. Yep. <laughs> uh, and by the time this comes out, we'll we'll dot a, a Facebook group. All the news you can get at, at Toy Story Minute, and in the show notes for these, which you can find the, uh, this podcast on you know, iTunes and all the stuff, but you can also find us at Dueling Genre. They're our parent company, and now there's a tense rivalry between Growler and Dueling Genre. Oh, uh, I wouldn't I say so day, at all. Actually. We've... <laughs> Both no, groups gonna,
1: have actually been really good with each other. I know we're uh, going to
0: steal their mascot, Jeb, and we're going to do it. We're going to we're going to we're going to send someone streaking out on the on their
2: field during our, during their big football big, game. Yeah, oh, this
1: could be a, f- a fun rivalry. Yeah, I guess
2: yeah. we do that, like a 1980s high school rivalry. Okay, which of us right. are the Jets? Which of us are the Sharks? Right. Uh, I think that answers that question.
0: that's that's just that's just how the podcast goes we just start snapping i guess that's the end of this minute of toy story a minute and we'll see you tomorrow tomorrow yes sir all Um, right guys we will see you tomorrow thomas you've got a friend in us and listeners (laughs) you're my favorite deputy you're all of our favorite deputy you're the deputy of our depots would that be what a deputy deputizes i I don't know okay anyway you got a friend in me